Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Hey, hey, happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Leisha. I'm here with my right hand and sometimes my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. We today we're talking about setbacks and comebacks. Because you know those are all part of life. You always gotta keep going though. We got some fabulous guests. Author and publisher Tamika Newhouse, rapper Munchie, or who is Munchie, and author Multi. They're going to be kicking in the chat room, kicking it with us, talk, talk about setbacks and comebacks. We appreciate everybody. We got some new music from Munchie that we will be playing on today. I'm so excited. A fabulous show tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow we have a special show. This will be the first time we'll be doing a Saturday show. This will be the yes. This will be the first time we'll be doing a Saturday show. We have uh, a fabulous lineup. Two great artists and comedian Pierre is going to be on our show tomorrow. So make sure you guys tune into that. But let's get this this uh, show cracking and on the go. So that we can bring in our first caller and be ready when Sneaky New House comes into the chat room. How are you, T? I am good, Leash. It's been another week, but I'm not sure that anybody else feels it. When we have a short week, it seems to be always the longest week. You know, they just try to pile like 10 days' work into four days. It's amazing how they do that. But I digress. I'm doing good. I'm glad it's Friday night. You could tell I had some kind of nine to five, right? <laughs> wait, wait. I could you felt the way about that. Like this is how they this is ironic how they just find a way to make this feel like it's like a full week. Girl. 
don't know how they do it, but they they are experts at doing it. But once again, my name is Tony, and I'm joined by my phenomenal co-host, the one and only fantabulous Miss Alicia. We come to you guys live every Thursday and Friday. But while we're in the class, you know, we kind of mix it up. We're here every Wednesday and Friday, and now we have tomorrow thrown in. Yeah, let's chat, ladies. All busy. We have a family show lined up, like Alicia said, and our first guest, Miss Tamika Newhouse. You know, she has that part two coming out with her book. I hope she talks about it tonight with Mr. Dimples himself, Mr. Justin Q. Young. I'm excited about that. And I never thought to see those two pins combined, Leash. That's going to be an interesting read, girl. Yes, and I'm so excited to have her on and be able to talk with her about that. Also, to talk about what's coming up new with the ninth, I believe it's the ninth year of the AANBC Awards. The nomination Mm -hmm. poll is open, so make sure you guys head over to AANBC.com and put your nomination in. She also has cocktails and conversations with Sheree Britfield. We want to talk to her about that. And I want to talk to her about how she feels about being nominated as author of the year um, recently. So I'm just Mm -hmm. excited. And she's also a featured author at my event in March, which is the Divas Luncheon and Literature, Eat and Greet. She will be uh, a featured author there this is my first year, and so I'm so excited that she's able to take time out of her busy schedule to come and just, you know, bless my event with her presence um, and be able to have just a good time in literature. Mm-hmm. Talk about being busy just from what you just ran down, and I'm sure that's just a quarter of what she has going on. That is a very busy woman, so we are really happy and excited to have her grace to the chat room tonight and bring everybody up to par on all the things that Alicia just mentioned. And uh, that event that's going to be in March, she has a phenomenal lineup. It's, I think, what, 10 to 12 authors. We're going to have some uh, meet and greet, getting to know them, having a little paint and sip or sip and paint, whichever direction you want to go. <laughs> We're not going to ask y'all what y'all pulling out of y'all purse. That's y'all business, whatever in y'all little black Exactly. Stuff. It's all right. <laughs> we got to take a break. But that outcome leash is going to be as a result of whatever it is they're sipping on. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's going to help them paint better. That's why they paint and sip, auntie. <laughs> We appreciate everybody that tunes in here on Blog Talk as well as on iTunes. We appreciate you guys. We're going to take a brief break. Shout out to Ike Breeze, Ike Burner, and his team. We're going to kick it off with We Fresh. Go, go. You can pay that lease on the road. 
shows. I'ma push me a bet that I own. Get money, fuck enemies. Niggas see through them in front of me. Nowadays, these rappers run around like a bunch of enemies. Hopping around in skinny jeans. So much ice, I can freeze up. I'm not your boy, get your cheese up. You better stop sipping that lean and popping them pills before your heart freeze up. My nigga, that's real, y'all rapping. My nigga, this truth, y'all capping. My niggas, they trap, you acting. Y'all niggas, y'all broke, we stacking. Not Nike, but got a checklist. A dispensary and a check quick. Cause when a beat pop off in the text bit, I don't give a fuck about this record section. Get money like a serve. Them boulders. On the grind like I got that folder. I'll be on the front line with the soldiers. My turn and it's time to take over. We first to death, we first to death. 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 We first, we first, we first, we first, we first, we first. Okay, okay, we first. We fresh, we fresh, we fresh, we fresh, we fresh, we fresh, okay. I came through put the game in a chokehold, make it hard for these rappers to breathe. Now I'm getting money by the boatload. You can read, ain't no caption with these. 15 naked chicks in the mansion. New team on the map expansion. Why your chick looking at me? She look like Delilah, you look like Samson. From the block to the pen to the penthouse. Had a bucket, now I pull bent out. I went from ashy to classy. Real diamonds, but yours look glassy. Three butt naked women in the hot tub. It's a process, get my young jock rub. Nine months later, got the game knocked up. We don't need help, got the game locked up. You thinking that you better than me? You must be on lean like the Tower of Pisa. Cause you gonna need an army of ghost riders And you gonna need the power of Jesus I ain't voting for the Trumps or the Clintons Or the propaganda they spitting I'ma get this money, keep winning I'ma get this money, keep winning We first to death, we first to death 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 We first, we first, we first we fresh, we fresh, we fresh, okay, okay, we fresh, 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 okay. Hey, dig, we get this understood. If you don't know one thing about Ike burning that breeze of money team, you better know every time you see us, we stay fresh. From the cars, the clothes, the shoes, the hoes, to them blue face hunt done, nigga, we fresh. We stay fresh like a brand new bar of soap, partner. BMT for life. We win. We win. We win. We win. We win. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Yes, that was sweet fresh by Ice Freeze, Ice Burner. Make sure y'all head over to iTunes and check that out. We actually gonna have uh, the whole three teams. Uh, they're going to be on our show on mm-hmm. March, uh, February 9th. It's going to be a Team Breeze takeover, so I'm so excited. Uh, we're going to have some new music from them. We're going to get the sample. Yeah, we're going to get the sample a little bit of everything from the team because, you know, we're all about 31 flavors. I was talking to someone mm-hmm. the other day, and, you know, that's our thing. Me and Tony, is, uh, we always talk about, 31 flavors, looks like 31 flavors. When you walk in, you want to be able to, you don't know what you like. You know what I'm saying? And so you taste a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and say, oh, I like this, mm-hmm. oh, I don't like that. And um, we were actually talking about my event in March. And I, the reason why, and I did it as 
a reflection. Um, only because I like the intimacy of being mm-hmm. able just to sit down. A lot of times we don't get the chance to sit down and just kind of kick it around with our favorite authors. When you go to the events, everything is so rushed. You know, you get a few minutes to say, how you doing, some my book, sit chat two seconds. All right, I'll, okay, thank you. Okay, next. You know, so you don't really get to have that time to really pick their brain, to kind of absorb them. I think when you're able to do that, you appreciate what they bring mm-hmm. to the yeah. to the industry and just to your world a little bit more in the form of the craft. And I, that's mm-hmm. why I have to do that all the time. You know, we don't get to do little fun things and just be able to just chill out and, and get, get to know that person right. behind the camera. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And it gives it a, when you're reading that word, it kind of gives you a more personal flavor to what it is that you're reading. And like you say, that appreciation for what they do, it really does accelerate once you get to, to know them and hear their passion, which is one of the things that we love doing here on this chat, getting to, to see the, that insight into an author's or an artist's publisher, whatever their, their passion is, we get to hear it because it actually comes through the waves and it's real. So I'm excited about it. You know, there's going to be some there that I haven't had the, the pleasure of meeting as well as having on the show, but it's all going to be a great journey, and it'll be here before you know it, Leash. I know, and that's why that's why I did it the way I did it, because I, I kept in mind 31 days, walking to that, to the rock, it's like, let me, you, you got already got the expectation of what you want. Then when you walk up, mm-hmm. you see all these different other things that you can take, and that's just the dynamic of being a reader, being able to um, take and the dynamic of being an author because you're able to touch somebody's mental case with with mm-hmm. your class and your creativity just by stroking your pen. You know, and you don't necessarily have to have a whole conversation with them. It's just they're enjoying what it is that you do. So if you like if you're on an area and you want to attend the Jesus Lunch and Literature Eat and Greet, it'll be March 4th from 1 to 5 p.m. at the Atlanta Airport Gateway. Just head over to Eventbrite and you can get your tickets there. You'll get the Meet and Greet uh, luncheon portion and the different things that's part of the ticket price. But if you just want to come out, meet authors and buy books. That is open. So mm-hmm. from four, if they're going to be, I have, I have to sit down and plan it out because I want to make sure that everybody has enough time to kind of hang with their favorite author. Um, mm-hmm. But it's probably going to end up being maybe like an hour, an hour, hour and a half where readers can just come out and they can come in for free and purchase books and still be able to talk to their favorite authors while they're, you know, selling books, but it is open to the public um, after the lunch portion is over. Mm-hmm. And as we get closer to the date, uh, Alicia and I will be sharing uh, any updates that may, may may come down the pipe. And just to make sure everybody is on board with the time frame with everything, you know, because um, it's, it's a big event you're taking on, Alicia, and um, I'm really excited for you. I know that, you know, events are a little different when you when you first mm-hmm. do it. But I have I do have a vision 
and my vision really is to do it um, in almost in every state. And I want to be able to um, feature main authors, but then bring in vendors that are um, local. So I've been kicking around the idea to open it up to the book vendors that want to come and sell their books during the book uh, during the book event while we're in Atlanta. And I want to just do it for they're living in Michigan, which is what gave me the idea. There's so many authors, and we never have like events. We only see certain authors all the time. Like we see Africans by this, and you know we see them. But outside of that, there's hardly ever book events. Are you there? There's homegrown authors that we haven't even touched on. We have 31 flavors in our very own backyard. And as readers, I want um, us to be able to experience that. So because I'm having it in Georgia, I am kicking around the idea to have local authors be able to be at the event so that the readers can meet and greet with authors within their state. Having a nice mix, and um, it, it, that would be a nice little little flavor to it. Having the the local authors come out because you know not everybody can actually participate in the actual event, but um, hopefully they can get out and meet their readers, and that would be like an added added bonus, an added surprise. Absolutely, and I'll be doing a series of interviews between now and March. I actually have one next Thursday. I'll be on Jerry Royce Live. And it's so different because last week I was on the Cyrus Web and I was on his Conversations Live, and that was my first radio interview. And I'm so used to asking people questions. I'm not used to being <laughs> asked questions. I'm not used mm-hmm. to being in the forefront. I'm used to being in the background. I'm a promoter. I'm used to pushing somebody else's vision. So it's, it's a little change and a shift when I have to push my own vision and move um, do the things that I, I do for other people for myself. So it's just, I'm still getting used to it, but I know mm-hmm. that when you have things that you want to do, you got to push it forward. Nobody's going to do that for you. And so I have a lot right. of things that are coming up within uh, the next year. I have a, a book coming out next year, and so I'm writing, and I'm trying to just, I want to do this event every year. I want to do it. My goal is to do it twice a year in different states. But right now, mm-hmm. it's once a year. I started a nonprofit, so I'm really to have a lot going on just to absorb um, and bring my own vision to the generation. Right, it's a lot going on, and I know that you are strong and you're going to be able to pull it off. Um, I, I have faith in you. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be That's great. Right. And, uh, make sure you stay tuned. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I said, I have trophies. That's why she's my left hand, y'all. She's my left hand for a reason. Let me tell y'all. <laughs> we got the fabulous Tamika Newhouse. She's kicking in the chat room door. She is sitting down, crossing her legs. She's fixing her face right now. We can know she's a busy guy. She over there fixing her hair and face, um, <laughs> trying to get, get it together. So that she could be ready to, you know, she's a diva. So we're going to bring the diva in so she can keep it with us and let us know what's going on with Tamika Taylor. What's going on, Tamika? Okay. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Now, y'all trying to be funny, first of all. But right now, I'm walking around looking like, see, and I don't even care. 
I am tired. I have been hustling on. I'm trying to go get me some wine right now because my coffee shop is closed. She's trying to get cute in the mirror. How much I get cute for the radio interview? You know what? I got you. I, you know, I'm going to fight you when I see you. Now, make, make, sure you know that's, make sure you know that's Alicia, Tamika. That's Alicia, girl. Okay, Alicia, okay, I got you. I got you. Make sure I put my reminder. Mm, I'm gonna get you. She's like, yeah, she's gonna put on makeup for a radio interview. I was tickled. I was laughing. I was like, too funny. She had to be ready. She's probably doing a live video broadcast right now. You know what? I've been doing a lot better with my broadcast because, you know, I'm trying to uh, boost up my social media for like the longest. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't really doing a lot of uh, personal direct communication. Like, I do my posts and stuff, and I'll let people see what they want to see. But I'm just getting a little bit more personal with the live video feeds that are now, like, popping on social media. So just kind of let us up to something and let people really see my personality because I'm more than just a businesswoman. At the end of the day, I'm really country, and just I'm a roundaway girl at the end of the day. Absolutely. So you have this new book that's coming out next month. It's on pre-order right now. You co-wrote that with we call him Dimple, the fabulous Justin Q. Young. Oh Lord, he gets on my nerves. The word I never said part two. <laughs> now tell us what's going on in what we can expect in part two. Um, you know, in part one, you had Dannon and Denim. They was, you know, trying to get it together, going through the ups and downs of, of, of relationships. What can we expect in part two? And why did you choose to write that with um, Justin? Uh, okay, so what we can expect in part two is Denim's second chance at love. Uh, for those who are familiar with uh, part one, um, it was really, the ending really kind of just crushed people. Um, and I wrote it like that because I wanted people to understand or really get the importance of what can happen when you don't step out and just choose to love that person that genuinely loves you back on some once-in-a-lifetime type scenario. Um, and moving forward, uh, Justin and I was, like, writing some things, and I was sitting to him, and he would give me his ideas and his corners, and then he's like, I'm going to write a counter, uh, like a, a, a counter answer to this or whatever, a counter act. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, we just developed this spot, and um, it just took off and went on from there, and it really didn't become part two until maybe like a fourth of the way into the book, and we began to like switch up the characters a little bit more and really own in on part one. Um, and the sort of adjusting because at that moment we were vibing lyrically, like our, our words would just dance around on the pages with each other, and the chemistry was there. So, why not? Why not make money? Mm-hmm. Why not? <laughs> and I ain't doing it as well. Mm-hmm. Now, what were some of the um, obstacles you ran into uh, when it came to developing part two with 
another author because when you spoke part one, that was just all your thoughts and your feelings. What was the the some of the obstacles you have, even though you vibe, but at the same time, sometimes when you bring, there's always a clash somewhere. Oh, we actually didn't clash at all writing this project. Um, I will write one part, and then he'll feed off of it, and uh, and then vice versa. The only obstacles that we had was that we're both extremely busy doing not only our own projects, but our own tours, our own events. And so we just had to find the enough time to get it out um, and set aside. And then when we were writing, then we had to set aside time to get on the phone to discuss it and to go over it. So it was just time that was our biggest challenge. But actually being creative and, and getting to know the characters, that actually flowed. Um, both of us was really writing from experiences. I mean, we're artists at the end of the day. So we pulled from emotions that we're familiar with and just put it out on paper. All right, so what can we expect? What is it all about again, just to remind our listeners? Okay, so the words I didn't say is a romance drama based around Denim, Olsen, um, and Rosalind. I don't think we get Rosalind last name. It's crazy. Um, and so uh, i got to go back and see because I don't even remember. But... Um, I, I like to write about love because I'm a hopeless romantic, but I'm also realistic, and I know that love takes trials and tribulations, and often sometimes we're, we fuck up in the midst of it, and then we have to try to correct it. Um, mm-hmm. And with Denim and Rosalind, Denim was this notorious cheater, and when he saw things getting hard versus him communicating what the problem was, which a lot of men failed to do, he decided to find comfort in other women. And when he thought that he had more time, more chances with her, he kind of, she, Rosalind kind of flipped the game. was like, nah, bro, I'm good. You want to do you? Okay, I'm going to start doing me. And ultimately, um, he has to start to try to win her back. And we, we see the aftermath of his cheating versus actually seeing them together and him trying to work it out and do the back and forth. And that's what we, mm-hmm. we all kind of tend to do that. We have that point. That's like a point in a relationship where we have to do, uh, not have to do, but we tend to do the back and forth um, before we call it quits completely. Mm-hmm. Like you can't yeah, let it go, yeah, but you know you need to let it go. <laughs> and not even I know that, how we do. reset period. Every relationship has a reset period. Even, in, even just in life, everybody has that reset period. But when you're in a relationship and it's time to reset, you're either going to adjust and reset together or you're going to reset that and go separate way. And it's just yep, exactly. at that same time, you know, it's not, we're, we're not on the same page. We can't keep going in the two different directions while trying to make it seem like we're in the same direction at the time. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, you know, I, in another I life, I was a relationship okay. advice giver, so... I like to stand that I'm a genius at relationships. And so in my stories, I kind of show you what not. Do we lose? Absolutely. I want to go back to Tamika real quick because you, you kind of touched on something lightly, and I just want to understand that. You mentioned that you weren't quite sure if you gave Rosalind a last name. Why is that important um, for you to give her or know that you gave her a last name? Well, because, honestly, I'm the kind of artist where 
I get to know my characters, and if I don't know them personally, I can't tell their business. So it's like I'm, I can't sit there and write about strangers. So I need to know who these people are. I need to know their names, what they look like, um, if they have brothers and sisters, if they have past baggage. And so the fact that um, I can't remember Rosalind's name, I don't even think it was really that important, but um, her last name, it just gives it more of an identity. Because these are actual real people to us. Like we, me and Justin would sit and talk about them like they were actual people and like they actually went through these situations and, and you know, so that we could really relate. So they have, it has to be realistic. And I'm the type of person where I have to connect with whomever I'm writing about. Otherwise, it's going to come off uh, fake and forced. Mm-hmm. That's interesting that you picked up on that leash. Uh, Tanika, this is Tony because sometimes you can be into, so into reading that you don't realize whether a character actually has a last name. And it does give them more of an identity when you do see it. So now that's like in the back of my mind, well, what's this character's last name? Or are, are they only known mm-hmm. as, like, you know, one name? So that's a very mm-hmm. interesting point that you picked up. That was a good pickup. I got it. That was a good one. Mhm. That's good. Absolutely. And this is like my first full length novel in like two years. So I'm really excited about this project because I just I find myself extremely busy with so many other things, from producing the award show to brand managing half a dozen other individuals, publishing to traveling to uh, speaking. I mean, like I'm I'm not complaining, but my first love was writing. And I haven't been able just to sit and enjoy my writing. So over this uh, next year, that is my goal, is to really get back into my love for writing and creating stories that my readers used to love uh, to get from me. Because so, I don't write for mm-hmm. good love, and I don't write for mushy romance. And it's not a lot mm-hmm. of people that still write um, the type of concepts that I continue to put out. Right. And, you know, that kind of segues into our, our next question uh, that you can just let our listeners know what's going on with the AAMBC because that's one of the things that takes up a lot of your time. Yes. Oh, and it's really about to pick up a lot of my time because this is the ninth year, um, and we want to ensure that the tenth year um, is extremely successful. And that means mm-hmm. we have to have bigger stars, we have to have bigger names, we have to have more authors, bigger, um, more partners. And um, just what we have been doing and developing has been mind-blowing. You know, I've just been having meetings with these people that I'm, it's kind of like going like how I felt in the beginning of this industry when I was mm-hmm. meeting um, so many famous writers or writers that I grew up reading and then suddenly I'm at events with them or I'm meeting them and I'm talking to them and so now that I'm kind of phasing into the entertainment industry I'm I'm being able to do like the same things mm-hmm. and it's with either actors or singers or people I like grew up listening to their music or watching mm-hmm. their films or whatever the case is or reading their magazines so it's just really mm-hmm. interesting just to be able to be exposed to all of that and mm-hmm. and really and just incorporate reading into what Hollywood is used to. So with the awards reduction, we've, we've dubbed it now as Black Writers Weekend. Um, we have a weekend of events and panels and pitch sessions and screenings and socials and parties along with the actual award show itself. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then we have bigger, um, we have a lot more stars, a lot more interaction. I just had a, a great meeting with NBC to bring on some of their writers to be a part of our uh, one of our panels because my goal is for the authors to come out and be able to make connections. Arthur is still kind of stuck with the social media maven and just being behind the computer, and mm-hmm. they otherwise wouldn't have opportunities to shake hands with these people that make films or get their shows on TV and things of that nature. So I want to expose mm-hmm. them to something in, mm-hmm. in the hopes that they gain some opportunities and, you know, and progress further than just, you know, writing writing books. It can be more than that. Right. Now, Tamika, this is Tony. With the all the um, additions and all the uh, enhancements that you have uh, envisioned for this upcoming uh, awards, have you extended the time period as far as like two days? Has it extended to three days? How how has that worked? Yeah, it'll be three days, and it'll start early Friday, um, like noonish, because we're gonna start it with the bloggers brunch around noon. Then we'll have mm-hmm. uh, the Urban Book Bash. We'll probably do something at, at Friday evening as well, too, um, but I doubt it. We'll probably just focus on going to the Urban Book Bash, which is like the welcome party with the book signs and the socials. And then the next day after that, we'll have the Lit-ish event, then the red carpet reception, the actual war show. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday, we'll have our pit sessions and panels along with our books and cocktails that rounds up the weekend. So it, it will be three days, um, but it's going to start early on Friday, and it may end late on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Alicia and I have had That's the pleasure and, uh, to, to to attend the last two the last two years, and just in that one year from our first time to our next, we, we saw the growth that you have put in it. We saw that vision just expanded, so kudos to you. I hats off to you, and, and anything we can do here on the show – to get that message out, you know, we, we're here doing it. Oh, I would definitely, definitely let me know if y'all plan on coming um, this year. Just be prepared. As you said, um, it's just growing. In the first two years, you saw that the, the growth was evident, and it's definitely going to mm-hmm. be evident this year, too. Um, bigger mm-hmm. venue, bigger crowd, uh, more bigger names attached, and then we actually have some, some prominent, uh, well-known singers performing. So I'm excited about that. I'm really pushing this into a bigger production, and then we're also going to start pitching it to different networks. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Absolutely. Now, this is Felicia. We have to announce ourselves because we sound so much alike. And you mentioned the different spinoffs for your events, and you have a cocktails and conversation coming up with uh, Sheree Whitfield. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so on the third, we're going to be doing the Cocktails and Conversation with Sheree Whitfield. Um, the the ABC brand has begun to uh, generate interest from celebrity artists as well as celebrities who are, are coming out with these projects, and they want to host book launches. And so we're beginning to um, implement and do a lot of those more likely year-round. Um, and I'll, I do it the same concept I've, I've usually done in the past with my literary experiences where it's, um, it's a social, it's more of a, an event, and it's drinks, it's a party, it's music, it's celebrities, it's bloggers, it's the red carpet. Um, so it's all the, for the most part, a lot of the events that we will do, if it's not a talk series, is definitely going to be a, a literary experience-ish type concept. And so with Sheree's mm-hmm. event, it'll be the cocktails and food, music, socializing, then we'll have a, a Q&A with her, 
that will uh, share on Facebook Live as well. Mm-hmm. So, I, and that's on the third. Anybody that's based in Atlanta, go to the tickets. You can go to the awards uh, website, which is aanbcawards.com. I'm sorry. So it's aanbcawards.com. Click on Cocktails with Sheree, and you'll be able to get your tickets. Awesome. Now, we also congratulate you as well because you've been nominated for Author of the Year. Talk a little bit about that. How does that feel? Who nominated me, Author of the Year? Um, what, what was, oh, was this? Um, is it AC Magazine? Yeah, I think it's ACHI Magazine. I think that's what it's called, maybe ACHI uh-huh. Magazine. They we're actually having... Um, the women's, oh, not the women's, but the nominee luncheon on tomorrow. Um, and then I was recently too just honored with a lot of really influential women uh, with Impact Magazine alongside like Karen Civil and Yandy Smith and Tori Wright and Rashida something. What is Rashida last name? Can we just call her Rashida? And then with the lady, the lady that created the Shade Room and then the lady that created Ice Cream Conversations and lots of publishers and reps and agents and the lady that creates all the Bravo shows. Like, it was phenomenal. So being able to be honored along your peers and magazines and things of that nature for the things I do for literacy and, and for black arts is amazing. Like, it's, and of course, I don't do it for, you know, the accolades. Um and I definitely don't do it for the money because it hasn't begun to pour in like I want to yet. I do it because I love it. Uh, yeah, it's it definitely coming. It's not coming in ways like I want it to when it comes to the awards production. Of, the vision of it is going to be a, a multi-million dollar uh, idea. And I'm really, really excited about where it's going. But um, I, I feel that when you put passion and, and when you're genuine and you put that into Whatever it is that you're doing, God will be, will plant seeds and allow it to grow and manifest for you. And so mm-hmm. I've been really patient um, in understanding with this journey that He's taken me on, um, and just being and just doing my part for the most part, which is actually implementing His vision. So um, being nominated for anything is always an honor. Um, you know, and I don't really um, embellish a lot of those things because it's Often it will sidetrack me. Um, I, you know, I, I say thank you and I keep it moving. Um, because they're like, well, what's that? So how does how does it make you feel? And I'm like, well, it's, it's great. But uh, but tomorrow I got this meeting with such and such. It's gonna help me do this and help me do that. Like I'm always just thinking about the next thing. So it's gonna mm-hmm. be fun. I'm gonna enjoy mixing and mingling with other like-minded individuals and shake some hands and and smile and hopefully you know. Uh, connect with some genuine women and, and create some new bonds. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, Tamika, this is Tony. You know, you have had such a rich journey, and your tentacles in this industry are never ending. It's just reaching all over the place. Now, did you have a bucket list that, of things that you want to accomplish that you haven't accomplished, and I can't even imagine what that is, that you can share with us? A bucket list? Personal yeah. or professional? Uh, professional. Professional. Unless you want to get the personal. <laughs> I mean, the bucket list, I'm going to start saying I'm nasty, so I don't think I want to go there just yet. That's, we're going to say that for another broadcast. So we don't go I with the professional. Y'all. See, y'all <laughs> listen to me. I told y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Not Emma. Say her. Say we say Faria. We say Faria. What she said? What y'all be saying? Let me find out what y'all be saying. But um, especially um, my bucket list is to get the awards on a really great network where millions are being exposed to black arts and those who created. Um, um, I want to have my first feature film, which I'm actually working on. So I'm implementing that that part of my bucket list. Um, and then I want to write for a network. Um, those are like my top three things. Once I achieve those things, like I really don't need to do anything else unless I'm going to be creating my own network. But I'll be really content with that on just writing and producing projects and putting it out there for people to enjoy. Um, but I don't want to be too busy uh, because I, I do want to travel often. And and you know be be on different beaches naked like that's what I that's my my bucket list for real for real. That's gonna get, get into get that to first what bucket list. Mm-hmm. The na- the naked beach the naked beach is on is on the bucket list. See see with see, see we have no told y'all see told y'all told y'all mm-hmm. I tried to told y'all I tried to told y'all <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I appreciate her. I'm having my Divas Luncheon and Literature Eat and Greet, which is my first event that I'm putting on, uh, which will be in Atlanta. She's going to be one of my featured authors. And as you can see, all the authors that I have for my event, they bring something unique to the industry. And as you can see, this is why I added Samika, because she brings something so unique so new, new, uh, unique to our, the industry of literature, as well as she moves her feet. And she gives uh, newer authors an example of, you know, what to look at and how to move. And so I really appreciate you for being able to participate in my event and all the things that you do for us as readers um, in literature. You know what? And when you told me that she was doing um, your Eat and Greet um, event, like, asking or, or, or me seeing if I wanted to do it, it was not even going to be, like, up in the air. Of course, I would support you because you always support me as well as dozens of others in this industry, and so you deserve the support in return. Um, so I'm excited about it. Um, I'm definitely excited to see where it's going to go because you know when you when you start your babies um, and you birth it, you begin to know them more and more as the years go by. So it's only going to get to get better and to get greater, but you got to stick with it. You got to stick with the vision. Um, you got to stay focused. It, it, you know, it, it's going to be great. But so I'm, I'm excited. Um, and then what? You know, whatever you need me to do, you need me to come early and set up some tables. But no, I'll come and do it. I don't mind. That's great. Yeah, I love her. She's so I mean, some of it's not actually really nice, but you know, you know, trying to paint me to be such an evil villain. I mean, I am mean, but dang, I'm not like evil, <laughs> evil. I'm just saying. Well, you know, everybody sees that. I see it as everybody sees a different side of people. You know what I'm saying? And in business, you see a difference. You know, whenever I, I go to Tamika, she's always, if I have a question, if it's a publishing question, she answers it. If it's a, a, a writing question, she answers it. If it's uh, asking her to be on my show, she she never says no. Like, if she can't do it on that particular day, she's like, can't do it on that day, what other day to be that? But she never says no. And I really appreciate mm-hmm. her for that. Mm-hmm. Well, see, thank That's you. See, y'all been listening to her. She's telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I really am not. <laughs> yes, you are. 
I can attest to that as well. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. You know, more people can say I'm nice than I mean. You know, there there's those those few here and there that will say I'm mean or I'm this and that. Um, and for them, that is actually true. I'm mean to you because I don't like you, and I will let you know that. And the one thing I'm not going to do is be fake. And it's always um, a good reason. Either you were disrespectful or I know somebody you were disrespectful to. I heard you talking shit about somebody, and I don't do that type of communication either. So there are a few people that may say that I mean, but it has to, it has to be coming from truth. Uh, maybe I was mean to you only if your character and your integrity isn't up to par. Like, I only mean to mean people. Like, I'm putting on a T-shirt. Be mean to mean people. <laughs> there you go. That would be a bestseller. See, there you go. And we're not even asking, of course, for that stuff, for the development of that thought, for that T-shirt that you're going to put out. Right. <laughs> Oh, man. Talika, we have so enjoyed you, as we always do. But before you leave the chat room, please give shout-out to social media sites. And once again, with the event that you have coming up in just a few days, because February will be here in no time. Yes, it will. Yes, so if you guys are in Atlanta, you want to meet Sheree Whitfield over your house of Atlanta, as well as there will be a lot of other celebrity friends and artists, as well as myself in the room. Go to Sheree.TicketLeap.com or just go to the awards, which is the AAMBCAwards.com. Um, the awards um, information as well as up, we like 120 days. Is it 120 days out? It's something like that. It's, June will be here before you know it, too. So the event mm-hmm. is June 9th through the 11th. It'll be in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, get your tickets. I would suggest getting the gold pass if you want access to everything. Um, what else is going on? And then go in pre-order my book, The Worst I Didn't Say, with Justin Q and I. Um, it is on Amazon, and it's going to be available in Kindle Unlimited. Um, and then what else is going on? We're still putting out books every month from Delphine Publications. So if you want some good books that's not like everybody else's, no shade, but I'm just saying, go to DelphinePublications.com. What else is going on? I think that's enough. But if all else fails, if you can't remember anything I say, you can always find me on social media. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Boss Lady Tamika, and Tamika's with an I. My website is TamikaNewHouse.com. Twitter is Tamika Newhouse. I'm even on Snapchat at Tamika Newhouse. That branding, girl. That branding. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Got to keep it simple. <laughs> we appreciate you. We appreciate you, and we thank you for stepping in the chat room with us, and you have a wonderful day. Thanks, ladies. Thanks again. Let's take care. <laughs> it's awesome. I love when she comes on the show. She always shares her knowledge. She always drops jewels. She always keeps it real. And she gives mm-hmm. us something in literature that is going to actually go down to this. Something we can always and experience. So um, we're going to take a brief break, and then we're going to come back with our next guest, artist, who is Munchie. We're going to play song of myself as we go into our break we will write that Nobody even knows I'm gone. Nobody 
and your artistic journey? Okay, well, I'm a 21-year-old artist from South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina. Um, Artistically, I, I feel like I have a broad brand of music. I don't want to just give people bland music, you know? I want to pe- let, let people into what I do and my life and how I feel about certain things and how I overcome my, my problems or things with different situations that people might be going through, you know? But also, mm-hmm. at the same time, I like to give a good vibe. I feel like my music is about vibes. I love I love mm-hmm. to give off great vibes. People don't give off vibes anymore in music. They just make music. I mean, well, they just make songs. They don't give music, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Something about me, like I said, I'm a I'm a I'm a 21 year old artist. Uh, I got brothers and sisters that I really like to impress. You know, everybody got somebody they look to impress. I like to impress my little brothers and sisters. You know, I, I look mm-hmm. to be a great role model. At the same time, I still be myself. You know, but mm-hmm. that's that's a little bit about me. If you want to know more about me, I got music. You know, check out all my music. It'll tell you a lot about me. Oh, all right. You got a lot going on for a 21-year-old 20, young man from South Carolina. Now, this is Tony. Now, you said you, that you don't like bland music. What are some of the art, artists that you listen to um, that you consider non-bland? Who, who, who does Monkey listen to? Um, Actually, I don't listen, well, I actually do listen to a lot of mainstream artists. I do like people like Drake, Big Sean. Um, I can say I'm a fan of an up-and-coming artist named Nas, Beats by Nas. He's a great artist. I like his music. Um, Tory Lanez, you know, he got a lot of great music. Um, It's a lot of artists out there I actually do listen to, but most of the artists that I would play on a daily aren't even on the radio, honestly. Uh They're up and coming artists. That's that underground, I, that underground music. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I love underground music. It's like they give off a grind and a and a vibe. It's like they're hungry. Most of the artists that are on the radio now don't. They don't seem like they're still hungry for it. They seem like, hey, I got it. So let me just talk about what I do on a daily basis. They don't seem hungry for it, you know. Mhm. So that that you know, did you grow up a, listening to music? Um, yes, ma'am, I actually did. I grew, I grew up listening to different varieties of music, you know? Um, I like uh-huh. R&B mostly, 90s R&B. You know, like, for instance, Silk, you know? I like them. Mm, nice. Yes, ma'am. Um, it's, it's a lot of great music out there that I can say, but I don't want to limit, limit myself to who I like because I'm, I like music, you know? It's not just about, um... Liking music that's not bland, I love, I love music in general. I love the fact that people have their own sound. As long as you got your own sound, you got my attention. I don't care if you're mm-hmm. Lil Yachty. I think he's a great artist, you know, because he, be, he, mm-hmm. he is himself. Nobody can be Lil Yachty. Nobody can be 21 mm-hmm. Savage. Nobody can be Kanye West. Nobody can be Drake. Like, I love artists who are themselves, and mm-hmm. I feel like, with me making music, I'm being myself, you know? So mm-hmm. I feel like that, that right there absolutely. should tell you a lot about Mel. Yeah, that should tell you a lot. Of, yeah, absolutely. Like, I love artists who be themselves. If you want to be 
the greatest bad guy in the world. Be the baddest bad guy you can be, you know? <laughs> if you want to be the greatest <laughs> R&B artist you can be, be the greatest R&B artist you can be. If you want to be uh, an astronaut rapper, I don't care. Just be that. <laughs> don't 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 fake the funk, you know? I always tell people right. don't fake the funk because one day somebody going to smell the bullshit you got going on. Oh, you know, yes, that stuff out there. <laughs> I know you better yeah. talk that talk. Now this is this is Leisha. We have to announce ourselves because we sound so much alike. So I want to shout out to P. Kale. We appreciate him. We had us have him on our show, uh, the Real Raw Radio, which is the other show that we're on. We had him on a few times on our show, so we appreciate him and Lit Life um, Music Group for just bringing you into our presence. And allowing yes, them to share you a passion and your music with us. Now they say they they call you the Drake of the Carolinas. Where do you get that from? <laughs> Is it well, something that just stuck with you? Was it somebody it that is, um, you know? <laughs> it's actually just something I came around and the way, the reason that people it's it's actually been a few people that says that because in my city, like we don't have any mainstream artists from my from my state. Either the only artist that we had was Speaker Knockers, a, a good friend of mine. You know, he passed away a few years ago. R.I.P. to my friend. Um, it's it's a lot of great artists there, but it's no main artist there. And the main artists who are getting buzzed, like shoot, we all was in a group or we all are friends. You know, so out of all of the people there, shoot, I I guess I'm the Drake of the Carolinas because I make like R&B music, I make emotional music. Some people don't, a lot of people don't like to make emotional music from my city, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a lot of people look at me like, okay, well, he's a light-skinned guy, nice-looking, he made R&B music, you know? They just call me the Drake of the Carolinas. Like, there's no limits to where I can go with my music. But at the same time, there's no limit to emotion I'll give, you know? Like, people are afraid of being emotional. Now. I'm not, you know? So if that makes me the Drake mm-hmm. of Carolinas, I'm the Drake of Carolinas. <laughs> that's 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 one of my idols, you know. Most yeah. most people are afraid to admit that they're they're they idolize somebody, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. If if he can say Lil Wayne was his favorite rapper and he wanted to be like Wayne, well, damn right I want to be like Drake. Shit. <laughs> I know that's right. Wow, you know yeah. you have such a mix. This is Tony um, Munchie. First of all, before I go any further. Where did Munchie come from? Where, where did the name Munchie come from? <laughs> well, when I was younger, I used to date a girl named Khadija. When I was younger, I used to be a little bigger. I used to eat a lot, you know, and every time I'm on the phone with her, every time we were around each other, I used to eat. She called me Munchie because I used to eat, and all of her friends caught on to it. I didn't have any uh-huh. rap name. I always made music. But I didn't have a real name till she just came out and started calling me Munchie at school. At first, I was like, no. <laughs> but then, after a while, it's like when everybody starts saying it, it's like, well, hey, that that can be you, you know? Oh, and I, I always okay. been like, hey, I love to eat food. Like, I'm a big person on food. If you're a, a woman that can cook, oh, my God, you got my heart. <laughs> Like, I love it, you know? And uh-huh. to this day, everybody that knows me, they know, like, Munchie, that's just who he is. That, it, the name came out of nowhere. It really did. It well, just I'm came glad from you female. cleared that up. 
I'm glad you cleared that, cleared that, cleared it Oh, yeah, it's, it's it not no negative things going on with my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, I, I'm very, you know, I like food. I'll just say it like that. <laughs> I like to eat. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, that's funny. Well, I'm glad you like to eat. Um, you know, you have such an um, interesting array of artists that you like, like Drake, uh, Silk, um, R&B, you have rap. So if you were to sing like a nice, smooth R&B song, can you give us a little taste of that? Right now? Yep. I mean, we know you can rap, but, you know, all, we know you can sing, too. Mm-hmm. I, I can, yep. but I'm not going to take that away from real uh-huh. singers. I can harmonize, but, you know, I can give you a taste of something. Well, we want you to do whatever it is. We want you to do whatever it is that you do so you can harmonize for us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. It might be a mix of rap and singing at the same time. Is that cool? That's fine. Yep. All right. And that's why they call you the drink of the Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, here I go. <clears throat> Yeah, questions about what we want to do with ourselves when we get older. But most of us just want some money, so we eating a bitch on our shoulder. Some ass I can grasp. I swear to you, hard oh, damn, my bad. <laughs> I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. Y'all put me on the spot like that, man. <laughs> you can do it, Mikey, you can do it. Let me see, let me see if we got some, let me see if we got a beat in here that you can, um... Oh, yeah, 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 play a beat, play a beat. I'll do it right now, okay. live. Let's see if we got okay. some. Let's see if we got some. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Well, that might be too fast, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to find the beat. I'm gonna find the beat. I'll, I'll do the acapella for you. I'll do the acapella for you. Okay, go ahead. And you can give us a hot sixteen. You can give us. No, you can, you can give us a little do it on um thirty one flavors. Thirty one <laughs> flavors. Talk about. Thirty one flavors. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. And it's internet radio, so you can't you can curse and just give us a little something about thirty one flavors. Thirty one flavors. All right. <clears throat> thirty one flavors. Thirty one flavors. Yeah. She said she like me when I be licking all the navel. Yeah. I'm bending it over. Yeah, this ain't over. But baby, I know that you want it. Baby, I know that you want it. You can't tell me that you want another man like me. You will never find another one. No, yeah, I made another one. Shout out Jet Sin, man. Fuck it, we gonna make another one. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm gonna take another one. I see this little pretty brown thing. She got a lot of flavor to her. She said she like vanilla. And I put the chocolate right in her. I tell her, go ahead and do it. Clap it, baby. Keep on moving. Yeah. She like the strawberry shit. I like that strawberry shit. Put it right on the titties. Yeah. Sucking all on the titties. Hey. I like to pull her hair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't even got there a lot. <laughs> Flavors is not my thing. <laughs> That was but nice. You like that? I ain't like. I was just playing around. That was nice. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. 
you know, we do literature and art here, and we think that everything, uh, we always prepare literature to 31 flavors and walk in the back of the robin. You don't know what you like until you get a little spoon and say, let me have a little bit of that, let me have a little bit of that. But in life, hey. it's really a flavor <laughs> type of thing. Let me have a little bit of her. Ooh, he, he get over there. Right, but that's yeah. the Yeah, it's all about flavors. You got to try everything, you know. Yeah, that's right. And I don't want I don't want anything, anybody to think like, hey, he can't he can't really, you know what I'm saying? I can write my music now. I ain't no freestyler, but hey, look. Nah, <laughs> you did great. You did great. You did great. Really you know. Mhm. Yeah, I was over here bopping. I now was like, okay, let's. Keep it going. Right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That, now, this is Lisa again. What is your musical person like? You said, what is my musical person like? Kryptonite. You know, Superman Kryptonite? had a kryptonite. Yeah, was his oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what, uh, what is your musical weakness? My musical weakness, uh, the topic or the weakness that I have, I believe, is lying. <laughs> mm. I hate, like, yeah, I don't like to lie, you know? Mm-hmm. In my music, I feel like mm-hmm. most people nowadays, they don't mind sugarcoating and lying about things that they do. And, I, and I'm, not, I'm not saying that that's bad if you lie in your music, because sometimes music is about predicting what you want to do, you know? But mm-hmm. at the same time, me personally, I want to make sure that everything I say and do is authentic. And I take a lot of pride in the fact that I can say everything I've said in a song is actually factual. So mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like I stress the fact that I don't want to create a a like a a a song about something that's not true. If you get what I mean, I, I stress I stress that's making reality. You know. That speaks, yeah. That speaks to your character and your effort. That's really huge, and for someone so young to to feel that way, you know. This is Tony um, Munchie, but um, when it, what was going on in Munchie's world when you realized that you can actually make a career in music? Um, actually, when I started doing music, it wasn't just about creating a career. I actually mm-hmm. started out doing music because I was in the band. I was in um, orchestra. You know, I was in the choir. I did all of that. So it's like my love for music doesn't just stop with, oh, I wrote a song. It doesn't stop with me recording. It, it's like an all-around process with me because I also audio engineer. I produce. I write music for other people. It's it's a lot of things that I do musically and artistically. You know, I'm a graphic designer, a great one at that. Um, mm-hmm. I I really I feel like it's just art. I love to make art. I love to let people see and hear my point of view. You know, um, right. that's really that's really you know how I feel about that. That's awesome. Look at you, twenty one. You got all that going on. We need an engineering consultant because we want to be able to do our shows on location. So, you know, I'm be hitting you up because we're going to need you for something. We're going to yes, need ma'am. you to help us with some things. <laughs> okay, that's fine with me. Yeah, that would be exciting. Absolutely. 
Yes, yes. ma'am. If so anybody, if anybody needs anything, you can always show. contact me. Mm-hmm. Say that again, Munchie. Now I said, if anybody needs me for anything graphic wise, producing wise, engineering, you can always contact me at Who Is Munchie on Instagram, Who Is Munchie SC on Twitter, and on Facebook, Who Is Munchie LTMG. Okay. And I was going to ask you about that because you mentioned that you do graphics, and we we do uh, have a lot of authors on our show. And so is that including book covers as well? Yes, ma'am. Anything graphic designing-wise, anything, it's a broad span of graphics. The only thing I cannot say I do is web design because that is a different level okay. of graphics. That's web coding. <laughs> All right, all right, nothing wrong with that. We like to be able to access different sounds of everybody. You know, we know you're a rapper, but there are some big things that people don't know that you do. You know, so we love to bring that out, you know. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, what are you, what's down the road for Munchie? What, what, what's new that we can look forward to coming out of your camp? Um, we got to Actually, my manager and me, we was actually discussing this earlier. He he actually is an artist as well. He's an artist that I'm I'm very fond of. I knew him for a few years. We've been great friends. I've always seen his work ethic. His name is P. Kells. He's been on your show before. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He's got a lot of great music, you know. So as well mm-hmm. as him pushing me, I'll push him as well, you know. It's a mm-hmm. lot of great music coming coming up soon. I got a lot of videos I will be releasing soon. Um, it's just a lot of great things, you know. We're traveling. I got a, a college tour that I'm doing, um, on the southeast part of the United States. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to make my way up to New York, but just haven't been there, yet, you know. Mhm. So okay, it's a lot well, of great things. Make sure you hit us up. Oh yes, ma'am. Wow. I definitely will. Absolutely. Now, Munchie, I'm going to put you on the spot once again because, you know, you, you, you're seasoned here. You've been on our show for a few minutes. <laughs> so as you as you leave the chat room, you know, we really appreciate you sharing your time with us. And make sure you come back and share whatever else you have coming down the pipe. But as you leave the chat room, you want I, I want you to sing your way out about your experience with the ladies of Let's Chat, Leisha and Tony. <laughs> You want me to sing my way out? <laughs> yes, and then we're going to play Meeting in the bedroom after that. Okay, okay. You want me to tell you some great things about the ladies? Okay. <clears throat> we want No, we want you to say how you experienced your experience with the ladies of this chat. Okay, you want me to sing it, though? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll sing it for you. I'll sing it. Let me, let me, let me gather my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I swear it's a lot of questions that these women be asking, <laughs> but I think it's some great things they be asking. Yeah, it sound beautiful all on the radio. Yeah, yeah, I could talk to them for days, 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 days. I got a problem. Oh, I think that they trying to find out my problems. <laughs> oh. I think that there are some great women. I'm trying to figure out some things to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, listen, 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 listen. 
I love y'all ladies for giving me a chance to be on y'all show, but. <laughs> well, we hope you had a good time. Even if you couldn't it's sing about it, I'm going to sing about time. it. Right. I'm going to sing for you, Munchie. My name is Tony. My girl is Risha. We have Munchie on this chat, and he has <laughs> given us a fabulous interview. Now, I don't have that same South Carolina flavor. <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. <laughs> shout out to Tony and shout out to me. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Now, before you head out of the chat room, Lunchy, make sure you shout out your social media where everybody can reach you. Shout out to records where they can pick those albums, that music up. We're going to play Meet, Meeting in the Bedroom as you exit album. Make sure you get all your social media down, any events that you got coming up outside of the ones that you have mentioned. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, this is the one and only Who Is Munchy Man. I'm straight out of South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina. You can follow me at Who Is Munchy on Instagram, at Who Is Munchy on Twitter, and at Who Is Munchy on Cinderella uh, Cloud, and I believe on Snapchat as well, you know? um, You can go check out my music on SoundCloud, iTunes, Pandora. You can check it out on anything that you want to get it on Spotify. It's available everywhere, you know? You can get my singles, Bedroom, and Nothing Wrong. The single that she's about to play right now is Bedroom, you know? Go check it out. I, I believe you'll love it, everybody. Awesome. Thanks so much Absolutely. for joining us, Munchie. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Y'all ladies have a great day. You too.
tongue on that. Cancel out your ex, I put you on to that new shit. I like all my chains, real fine and super thick. All these women tryna holler, you don't care, cause you the shit. I say all I gotta do is put my tongue on that. Cancel out your ex, I put you on. Jump on it, girl. Jump on it, girl. Jump on it, girl. Jump on it, girl. They don't play with me. Oh no. Jump on it, girl. 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 Step it to me, come on, me, come on, lay down. Are you an author looking for promotional services or a reader looking for a great read at low prices? In this competitive world of books, Writing Royalty Promotions is dedicated to bringing authors and readers together to build a greater respect for literature through our various promotional services and online bookstore. So head over to writingroyaltypromotions.com and check us out. Grab your tickets today, Diva's Luncheon and Literature, Eat and Greet, March 4th, 2017 at Atlanta Airport, Marriott Gateway from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. For sponsorship opportunities, contact writingroyaltypromotions at gmail.com. Grab your tickets today, Diva's Luncheon and Literature, Eat and Greet, March 4th, 2017 at Atlanta Airport, Marriott Gateway from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. For sponsorship opportunities, contact writingroyaltypromotions at gmail.com. Save your seat at the Writers Pro Workshop with Rashonda Tate Billingsley and Victoria Christopher Murray, March 5, 2017, at Atlanta Airport, Marriott Gateway, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Seats are limited. For sponsorship opportunities, contact writingworldpromotions at gmail.com. Next guest, Mo Tate. 
Mopane. I want to know about this name. Is that their name, Mopane? What's going on, Mopane? How are you? Hey, Mopane. How you doing? How you doing? Oh, yeah, good. How are you? I'm doing all right. You ain't got to come in here with that deep voice. You kind of sound like Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to say <laughs> Coming up in here, putting on the brakes. <laughs> shut things down up in the chat room. <laughs> we appreciate you coming on our show. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your literary experience. Well, my name, would you like to know about my name? Want me to tell you why I have the name okay? Okay, let's start off there. I got the name Mopain from from my trials and tribulations that I've been through. Oh. I, I pick I picked the name so when I so when I become successful, I know I know how I got to where I, where I was and the things that I've been through. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I why like I picked the name Mopain. That. That's interesting the way you put that together. I like that. Hats off. Absolutely. Always the reminder. Yeah, I've been I've been writing since I was nine. Since I, was nine. I started off writing poetry. Mhm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, so I was in foster there, homes uh, and I started writing poetry. Yep, that's my poetry book. From? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about uh, a beautiful that was my poem. Poetry. That was my poetry. Book. Okay. What's that? Okay. Now, outside of writing poetry, you write novels as well. Yes. I do. I do. I do spoken word so, poetry now, but I started developing. I I, I started. I I think I wrote my first book like three years ago. It was it was called Karma, but I lost it. But I kept the Karma character and created Pull Back In, and the Karma characters in Pull Back In. I created the Karma character like three, four years ago. So she's a character. She was my very first character I created. Mhm. Okay, you've only been writing for three years, no pain. No, I've been writing since I was nine. I started writing. Mm-hmm. I started writing novels about, about three, four years. I started four years ago. Ah. Like I said, I, I was just doing I was just doing poetry and music at first. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh what type what of music you, you were into? <laughs> we I know. write R and B and rap. Okay. So we gonna ask you to sing us a little something something. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna I said I write R and B. I said I sing R and B. He cleared that up quick. <laughs> Um, killer and your character Quan. 
Quan is a character. He runs. He runs Atlanta. A lot of people are scared of Quan, and Quan would do anything to protect his girlfriend China. But it's people that that there's people that are scared of Quan and they want him gone, but they don't they don't want Quan to know that they want him gone. So they're they're silently trying to get rid of him, and he's trying to find out who did who who shot up his girlfriend, who's setting him up, but he doesn't know who did it. So it's called silent killer because you can be the most dangerous person, but how can you kill somebody that you don't even know who you who you chasing after? That's why it's called silent killer. Okay. Look at that. On the cover, looks very menacing. <laughs> right. It's a little. Um, that's why I asked about that book because that that cover just it had a speak value. All by mm-hmm. itself. But the other ones that that I was curious about is um, cover has a Bible. Tell us about the creation of that cover, why the Bible is significant, and a little bit about that book. Four back in, the main character is King. King was King was the king of Memphis for like twenty years, but he stepped out the game mm-hmm. for ten years and became a pastor. The old life he thought he buried, it started to come back to haunt him. So and, and he's trying to keep a straight head, but he's slowly and slowly getting pulled back in the game from the old life he thought he buried because it started to surface and come back and get him. Uh-huh. I like so that. So that's why it's the Bible in one hand. That's why you got the Bible in one hand and the gun in the other hand. Trying uh-huh. to choose between the two, like... I just finished. I just finished part two, and I just started. I just started part three. Oh, it's a three-part series. Yes, and I'm. I'm. I'm working. I'm working. I'm pushing this book because I'm working hard on trying to make it into a web series. Oh. Now a lot of folks are going into the web series. What are the challenges now with with this with this particular book pulled back in? Are there any challenges to putting it into a web series? This is Tony Montaigne. We have to, you know, introduce ourselves because we sound so much alike. Oh, <laughs> I think the challenge on this book is going to be, to me, I think it's the characters. Because, mm-hmm. like, when I write, I don't outline. I don't outline. I use my imagination, and I and I acted out all my characters that I created. So my characters have a certain characteristic and emotions with them. So it's it's gonna be very important to cast it right for the care for 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 the character to come to life on film. Mm-hmm. So casting will be very casting the characters will be very important, very challenging on this book. Mm-hmm. Now this is Tony once again. Now you say you do not write an outline for your books. So my question to you is since you don't write an outline, how many main characters do you have in your book? And I say this because when you have so many characters and without an outline, how do you keep on par with each one? This is what I do. I don't outline my chapters, but I keep a detail of my of of my characters. Like I I will write on a piece of paper who my characters are, who they connected to, and, and what and what they are. So I, I keep a, I keep a detail with my characters are. 
So now, why is it important that you give your Say again, see? No, so I'm, I'm asking him. So, so it's just the chapters that he don't keep an outline on. He does keep an, uh, a thing on his characters, which is what's my question. Yes, I, yes, I keep, I keep, I keep a detailed description of my characters. Okay. Now I'm glad that you said. But I let my imagination. Why is it important? Exactly, and I'm glad that you said that. Um, why is it important that you keep a detailed uh, description of your character? You know, a lot of authors, we had uh, Tamika Newhouse on, and she mentioned the same thing about giving her characters the identity. How, why is that important to you? Because I always have to remember these characters' emotions and who they are. Like, when I write my characters, I write King, and I write who he is, how his emotions is, how, how he reacts. Most of my characters react in different ways, so it's important for me to keep my characters in a good description and in detail so I remember how I want them to act and how they interact with other people. Just to keep them more, more, more relatable, more real, that your readers can relate to them. Yes. You know what y'all do, Santa? Like, I, I keep thinking I'm talking to one person. We know, we know. <laughs> That's why we have to like. I thought I was ourselves. talking to one person the whole time. <laughs> I thought I was talking to one person the whole time. Now that's some funny stuff right there, my page. <laughs> right now, tell us how you got hooked up with Sonovia and her publishing co- uh, company. I ran across I ran across on Facebook. I, I I see I respect her hustle and and, and her grind and the way she do things, and I sent mm-hmm. her I sent her um a sample of my book, and she she loved it. Matter of fact, me and Shinobi call each other twins, and I'm also challenging her to a story a um a write off story mm-hmm. because I respect her opinion so much. Nice. That's nice. Cool. Ain't no wrong with that. I want to give. And I also want to. also want to mention. also want to mention Michael Horn. He 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 does the covers of my books, and he does an awesome job. Yeah, those covers are nice. Shout out to Michael on them covers. Them covers are hot. Yes. Yes, they are. We appreciate you, Michael. Now, you, I'm gonna tell you I, how I, good I, he is because. Mhm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'm gonna tell you how good he is. No, the things in my book, I just, I described it myself, and he, and he go ahead and does it. He do it to a T. Okay, and there's nothing, and that's the one thing I love about writer. I love a graphic designer where I can just tell you my vision and create. And when you vibe with your graphic designer, the vision comes to life because they can catch on to what you're saying. They might not have speak it here, speak it there, but it still it will come to life um, just based off exactly. the attachment and the emotion that you're giving them. Now, as an author, you're also a reader. What do you think um, 
or what is your favorite underappreciated novel? A novel that you still didn't get it. Like my favorite book of all time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's underappreciated. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't really know if it's underappreciated. But I, 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 I'm still, I'm still gonna say it anyway. I'm gonna say the coldest winter ever. Uh-huh. Okay, I love, we love a cold though. Yeah, yes, we do on this set. That is my bucket list. Yes, absolutely. I love, I love that book, yo. I feel like I knew that that character in that book. Like she wrote that book to a T, man. And I think it relates I'm, to I'm everybody that sees it. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm saying it's unappreciated because well, that's the type of book I would love to see on film. Oh, absolutely. that would be awesome. I thought they were making a film about it, though. I thought I heard something about that maybe some years ago. About yeah, I've seen a couple of things on YouTube. I saw a couple mm-hmm. things on YouTube, but I don't know if they were fake because I saw Jada Pinkett post being a producer. I don't know. You know how they do fake stuff on YouTube, so I don't know if it was real or it was fake or not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Never can tell. Yes. But that would be awesome. I love Soldier. I love this when she speaks. You we hear her passion in anything that she's doing, especially when she speaks about uh, writing books. And she writing. also did a um, she also did a great job yeah. with her to Midnight. She did a good job with that character. Mm. Yeah, she she did an interview where she went over to Japan, and I think she said she was there for six months. Tony was it? But she mm-hmm. needed to learn and feel. And know that culture and how it would feel for a black man to come into that culture. Like Midnight, I mean, just the way she puts her characters together and how she forms them is really dope. She has a dope tint and her vision is just out of this world. You know, you know, one of the things I learned as, as being a writer, being an author, one of the things I learned is all writers are researchers. Because my book is my book is based in Memphis. I know nothing about Memphis, but I researched everything on Memphis restaurants, projects, everything. Because you know, I don't want somebody to read my book that's from Memphis and be like, I don't know what this is. So I put real detail in there. So I think all writers are researchers. Absolutely, I definitely agree with that. I, I really do. Now, when it comes to you putting your book together, and being able to just vibe with your characters and listening to all the people that are talking in your, in your head at one time. What is the practice? I know you said that you, you focus on your characters that you don't outline, but what do you do when you need to organize your thoughts? What do I do? Are you asking how do I create my characters? Right. Mm-mm. How do you organize your thoughts? Because you have so many characters talking at one time, and they may not be the characters for that particular book that you write. So when other characters pop in your head, how do you organize them so that uh, your mind is clear and you can focus on that one story that you're writing? The one thing I practice doing, I, I practice writing down different conversations with my characters. I've, mm-hmm. I've done that multiple times. Because I, I have recreated King like three times. Really? Cause he, yeah, because he, 
the way he interacts. I, I, I write down conversations, and I, also when I do it, I also be the character. I, always, I act just like how I want that character to act. If I feel like what I'm saying is, is not acting how his how his whole emotions is, it's not going to work. So I, I, yeah, I, re, I recreated King like three times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this is Tony Mopane. And speaking of King, uh, you're listening, for those that are listening on the, on the show, you're listening to Let's Chat. My name is Tony, and my phenomenal, fantabulous co Host Miss Leisha is right there with me, and we have the author of Pull Back In, as well as Silent Killer Mo Payne. Now you're speaking about King, and uh, Leisha spoke earlier about the cover with him holding the Bible. And now that you mention it, I do see the gun in his hand. Tell us about the concept. What made you want to write this story? The idea of being in that life changing over, and then being pulled back. What was the inspiration behind that? The whole inspiration, because it's easy to give up something, but it's but it's it's, it's hard to stay, stay. Can you really stay in that line if, if it's if it's really if it's really pulling you back in? Like mm-hmm. you can you can give up something all you want to. Like King, the whole thing about King, he gave it up. He had nothing to do with them all. But when they started to come back and attack his family, it was so hard for him to try to stay stay in that line. So mm-hmm. I try to I try to put down betrayal. It's betrayal in the book. It's who can who can you trust? It's it's people that pops up. It's people that pops up that you didn't even know what was related. And in every scene that I do, every kill scene that I do, it's a reason behind everything that I do in this book. Mm-hmm. Like in every 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 kill scene that happens is 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 a real significant reason, and I made sure that dialogue was so good that you can't wait for the next scene, the next kill scene. Mm-hmm. Because I would think with him being in the game for twenty years, that's twenty years worth of enemies that he could have built up as well. Do you touch on that? Yes. Matter of fact, it's a thing that. King is so powerful, and his name is so powerful. Even though when he when he retire, people still want his crown, and it, it, it goes down to the detail. Like the only way for him to ever have peace is, is just is for him to die. That's 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 how it's wow. gonna look. Even when he's retired, people come back and still want his crown. Really? See now you got me over here one clicking, Mister Mopane. <laughs> <laughs> Now I have a question. Why did you name him King? What is there a significance to his name? Yes, because his whole his whole foundation about him makes him makes him stand above everybody. His demeanor, the way he talked, the way he carried himself, the way he handled business. Even when he became a preacher, he was still feared so much. People people wouldn't even do things. He, People still had to have his permission to do stuff because he was that thorough. That's why I named him King of Memphis. That that name means not only not only his name is not only his name, but it's also his demeanor. It's interesting okay. that you said you okay. picked up on that, Alicia, because ha- having that name King as well as holding that Bible, you know, that can have so many different significances to it, you know. And I'm glad you brought that up and he explained that. Their names always um, and so I love to be able to hear the passion behind choice 
that's the offer they mm-hmm. Right. So that's so important. And thank you for sharing that with us. Now, is there a character in this book, Mopane, that resembles you, or should we just assume that it would be King? <laughs> no, actually, the character that resembles me would be Karma from her attitude. I created Karma from my from my old attitude, shall I say. That's how I created Karma. <laughs> oh, okay. Let me go ahead and clear Make sure you emphasize that, that old her. attitude. Yeah, I had to, I, I, that's why I, let me, I said, let me clear it out right quick. My old attitude. <laughs> now, Karma name said, also, Karma, said, Karma name also, is just like, Karma name is like King. Karma name says it all for itself. Mm-hmm. Now, you said she was, that was a female character. Why did you make a female character so much like yourself? It's not, it's, it's her, it's her attitude, her demeanor. When, Carmen don't ask questions. She 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 just go and handle business. She don't have time to play with anybody. Oh, her only her, her only yeah. focus her only focus on handle business. And the only person that can can control Carmen is King. All right, now see, I got my one click done. That just sealed the deal. <laughs> yep, it is. You know you done added just some readers to your list. Welcome to our world. Uh-huh. Well, Mo we so enjoyed having you on the show, you and King, because King has kind of left his presence up in the chat room. Did you agree? <laughs> I, 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 I appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> You're so very welcome. But, King, this is Tony, just so you know who, you, who you're talking to. I'm, I apologize for not identifying myself. But please share with our listeners that are on the line. And if, if you'd like to speak to Mo Payne, just press your one, and we'll bring you into the chat room before he leaves us. But um, please share your uh, social media sites and we, when we can expect part two to be dropping. I just finished part two, and part two was being edited, so I just started part three. So I'm, I'm trying to get part two out within the next two months. Okay. Okay. And your social media sites. Um, Facebook is Facebook is Mo Payne Taylor. Instagram is Mo Payne Three, and Twitter is Moses Dash Payne. Hey, well, we want to get. We thank you for up. joining us. Oh, all right. We have a hand up. You mind taking a call real quick? Oh, I don't mind. Okay. Okay, we got eight oh four. Two four eight. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Crystal. Hi, Crystal. Hey, Crystal. And I'm calling from Richmond. Well, welcome All to right. Let's Chat. Yeah, in the house. Yeah, be in the house. <laughs> I have a question for <laughs> Mr. Mopay. Okay. I heard him say that he was like the character Karma. And that the mm-hmm. only person that could control him, but that could control her, was King. So my question to the author is, does he have someone in his life right now that controls him and keeps him level since he said he didn't change? Good question. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're listening. <laughs> 
and I got a and I got a and I got a great answer for that. The person that controls me is God. Is God? I go to God for everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good answer. Yes, it is. I don't do I don't do nothing I don't do nothing without having a conversation with God. Okay, so that's a good answer. A good, safe answer. It was. It wasn't safe. Real safe answer. Good, good way to go with that. I was interested to see how you was going to go. Because I don't know if you would have looked at the last time I came out. I think you got that wrong. So I'm glad that you know where to go. Because <laughs> he is the only way to go. Mope, you got my girl going over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. I always say this is
We're going to have the comedy show up in the chat room. So make sure you guys tune in tomorrow at 7 p.m. We'll be back here, same number, in 22 hours. You guys enjoy the rest of your evening. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow. Good night, everybody. Grab your tickets today, Divas Luncheon and Literature, Eat and Greet, March 4th, 2017 at Atlanta Airport, Marriott Gateway from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. For sponsorship opportunities, contact writingroyaltypromotions at gmail.com.